You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. The Money Pit is presented by LL Flooring, the official flooring partner of the Money Pit, and Bank of America. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you fix up your home sweet home. If you've got a project you'd like to get done, you're thinking about one for next year. If you're stuck in the middle of a project and you don't know which way to go, got yourself in a jam, or maybe you just have some questions before you begin, we would love to help. We are your coaches, your counselors, your home improvement therapists. So whatever project is on your mind, reach out to us with those questions at 1-888-MONEYPIT or post your questions at moneypit.com. Coming up on today's show, if you'd like to improve the energy efficiency of your home, but you wondered whether the improvements would actually pay off, well, the EPA now has a program that can prove the savings before the project even gets started. We're going to share those tips in just a bit. And bathtubs can last a lifetime, but their finishes won't. If your bathtub finish is worn, you don't have to get rid of the whole tub. We're going to share much less expensive solutions in today's smart spending tip. And as you do your gift shopping, have you noticed how many retailers are offering the opportunity to purchase an extended warranty? These seem to be available on everything from a toaster to a television, but did they ever make sense? We'll share some tips just ahead to help you sort it all out. Leslie, the last uh, retail that offered me an extended warranty was on a tube of caulk. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't know. This tube is empty. Uh, what are I we going to do? Exactly. I need a new tube. It keeps getting empty. It's leaking out the end, the business end. What do I do? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, maybe you need some help with a leaky caulk tube. Whatever it is, we are here to lend a hand. Whether it's a renovation, a repair, a decor project, holiday decorating, some gift ideas for the home improver in your life, whatever it is, we are here to help you. Plus, We've got a great product to give away today to one listener, and it's great, especially if you've got a kitchen or bath countertop that's in need of an update. We've got up for grabs from Dice Coatings, the Spreadstone Countertop Finishing Kit. It's worth $125, and boy, does it look good, and it could go to one lucky caller this hour. So give us a call right now. You've got to have a home improvement question for a chance at winning that great Spreadstone Countertop Finishing Kit. We will toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat and maybe send that out to you. That number again, one eight 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 Money Pit, or post your questions at moneypit.com. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Robert in Alaska is on the line with a crawl space situation. Tell us what's going on. Basically, what I got going on is we had a lot of rain this summer, so I had uh, water uh, kind of penetrate the uh, foundation and I was wondering if there's anything I could do from the inside to maybe stop some of that penetration from coming in and getting on the wood that's uh, holding up the, I guess, the, the, the floor. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are you talking about 
concrete block walls? Yes. Okay, so a couple of things. First of all, we want to make sure that you are doing what you can to slow the collection of water from outside moving inside. So that means looking at your gutter system, making sure you have gutters and that they're diverting water away from the house, not just a couple of feet from the foundation, but well away. And make sure that the angle of the soil around the foundation slopes away, and that will do a lot to move the water away from that backfill zone. Inside the crawl space, you can add a vapor barrier to the soil, and that will stop moisture from evaporating up. And on the blocks themselves, you can apply a product called Ames Blue Max, which is a rubber paint. It's very stretchable, and it adheres really well. And when you apply it to the block, it stops any moisture from coming through the block. Ames is spelled A-M-E-S, and the product's called Blue Max. You can uh, search for it uh, online. Their website is amesresearch.com. Okay, good deal. Yeah, I've got a company coming in to... Uh I guess dig the outside of the foundation and lay some uh, some drainage uh, this this spring, this coming spring. So okay, well let me stop you right there, okay? Because that's not likely going to help you, and it's not necessary. Oh, okay. If that moisture is consistent with rainfall, in other words, you get a lot of rain, like you mentioned, and then you get leakage. Uh huh. Then putting all those drainage pipes and disturbing all that soil is really not the way to go. If you improve your gutter system and you improve the grading, the angle of the soil around the foundation perimeter, okay. that stops the majority of that surface water from getting in. The only time we recommend drainage systems like what you're describing is when you have a rising water table, which if you did, you wouldn't be getting leakage that's consistent with rainfall. Ah, okay. Well, good. That, that's important to know then. Yep. So there you go. Saved you a bunch of money. Oh, yes, you did. You got it, Robert. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Terry in Missouri is on the line with a ceiling issue that's just cracking up. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> uh, I have a, uh, a wall in uh, my living room kitchen area that has a vaulted ceiling that at the eight-foot level, it has a horizontal crack that keeps reappearing after it gets repaired. It's happened three times, and it and it cracks again. After about two or three weeks, it doesn't last very long. So I was wondering how we could fix that permanently. Well, that's an area where you have a lot of movement, a lot of expansion and and contraction. And if you just try to spackle it, it's not going to work. So I think what you really need to do is to use a perforated drywall tape. Perforated drywall tape. Looks like a mesh. A mesh, that's right. And it's sticky. And after you kind of lightly sand the surface around the crack, you lay the tape in there. And then you spackle over that tape until you don't see the tape anymore and that creates a stronger bond between the two sides that are that are moving and the crack won't open up again as the house goes through a normal expansion and contraction sounds good thank you very much did you know that americans take twenty thousand breaths a day and spend an average of 90 percent of their time indoors that's right and according to the epa the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than a hundred times higher Plus, every spring, we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. 
Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. John in Oakhurst, New Jersey, maybe Tom's neighbor, has a question about a water heater. How can we help you today? Yeah, um, we just literally um, had a uh, water, new water heater installed today. We started to have some leaking coming out of the top, where I guess where the input and the output lines go in. Um, so we had a new one put in. We knew that was failing, but the installer suggested and recommended to us that we uh, flush it once a year. And uh, although that sounds like it makes sense to me, um, I know there's a lot of people don't do that. I just want to get your guys' opinion on whether that's really important to do that annually, or and, and if you don't, what's the downside of that? Well, the reason that you flush a water heater is because you get sediment in the bottom of it, and the sediment acts as an insulator. It doesn't really cause any harm to the water heater, and I think in, the, in a situation where you have city water, it's not as important as when you have well water. It's sort of an old wives' tale. It's kind of something that people always started doing and not really ever stopped stop doing or understand why they do it. There's nothing really wrong with flushing it. The only downside is that you may find that the valve that you open up at the bottom of the water heater once a year, one of these years, it's not going to want to shut again and you end up with an expensive repair. So I don't think it's critical but I don't think it will hurt you unless the valve gets kind of gummed up at some point and starts to leak. That's a good uh, good suggestion, Tom. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, one project that can really change the look of a kitchen is replacing the countertop. But replacing the top can be expensive. Refinishing your countertop is not. And it can be easily accomplished with a kit made just for this project. And we happen to be giving it away today. That's right. It's called the Spreadstone Countertop Finishing Kit. It's from Dice Coatings. And it's pretty neat stuff. It's a real stone coating 
So it looks great and it lasts. It's heat resistant, water resistant, comes in 11 colors. You can find it online at Home Depot, Lowe's, and the Dice Coatings website at dicecoatings.com. D-A-I-C-H coatings.com. It's worth 125 bucks, but going out to one lucky listener. Make that you. If this is a project you'd like to get done, call us with your home improvement question. We will enter you into the Money Pit hard hat and might be drawing your name out at the end of the program. That number again, one eight 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 Money Pit. Next up, our caller has a great name. We've got Leslie on the line who's got a question about cutting down a door. Welcome, Leslie. We have one door that I need to cut down. goes into the basement. Okay. It's also a six-panel uh, solid-core oak door. Right. When we went to cut it off, there seems to be staples or some kind of small metal pieces inside the... There's about eight inches that go across the bottom. We were cutting that off, um, or a portion of it, six inches of it, and it's totally ruined a saw blade. Do you have any suggestions of how to cut off a solid core door? Yeah, having the staples inside of that is not unusual. It depends on how they they might have been using the manufacturing process. I'll be willing to bet that you used a non-carbide saw blade, because had you used a carbide saw blade, it would have probably cut through the metal and all. Okay, so just use a carbide. Use a carbide blade and safety glasses and not a great carbide blade because it will ruin the blade, but generally it'll cut right through something like that. All right. Thank you so much for your help. Brent in Texas is on the line with a venting question. Tell us what's going on. My question is about ridge venting. I've seen a couple of different places where people say, well, you can't use the, the gable venting in conjunction with the ridge vent to change the draw. Um, of course, in the old balloon construction, the draw really comes um, up the balloon framing and and vents into the, the attic, which you know goes out the gable vents. Um, would, would those need to be closed off? Would it work well in conjunction with each other, or, or uh, can I just stick with what, what, what's there? Well, the most important part of the ventilation system you didn't mention, and that's at the soffits. Are you going to have soffit venting on this house? Well, since, since it is vented you know, through the balloon framing, I, I wasn't sure if I really needed to add soffit venting as well. The best ventilation system that you could have, and I wouldn't count much on the ventilation through the balloon framing, because that's presuming that the home is going to be pretty drafty. But remember, the purpose of that ventilation is to dry out the insulation that's in the attic space. The best way to do that is with a combination of ridge and soffit vents, because they work together. And how they work together is that the wind blows and it presses up into the soffit vent, rides up under the roof sheathing, and then exits at the ridge. The ridge is always in a depressurized area of the of the house because the wind hits that and sort of bounces off the roof and goes goes in a, in a circular motion, which causes a draw at the ridge. And then so they have positive pressure at the soffit, goes under the sheathing, goes out the ridge. Now, your question is, what about the gable vent? And the answer is, you should block it off because it does interrupt that flow of air from the soffit under the sheathing and out the ridge. By having the gable vent, you get some sort of turbulence up there. That interrupts that flow. So if you can have a soffit vent and a ridge vent, that's the best situation. If you're not going to have a soffit vent, frankly, it really doesn't matter because you're not going to have the pattern that we would like you to have and you just have another hole in the space to let air out. But if you want to make it really efficient, put in soffit vent, 
put in ridge vents. And then, you know, if the gable vent comes through the wall in an old Queen Anne, you want to leave it for appearances, that's fine. Just put something across the back of it so it doesn't actually let air in. All right. Well, that, that does help out. I appreciate your help. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you'd like to improve the energy efficiency of your home, but you're wondering what the best improvements might be, the EPA now has a program that provides a professional evaluation, a list of recommended improvements, and if you make the updates, proof that the improvements actually worked. Yep, it's called the Home Performance with Energy Star program. And once you sign up, you'll meet with a participating contractor who will review your concerns about your home's energy use and take a look at your utility bills to better understand your home's energy patterns. Now, your contractor is going to use some tools as well. They'll assess your home's heating system, cooling ducts, lighting appliances, and other systems to make sure they understand and can determine where improvements are needed. They're going to run some diagnostic tests to check your home structure for possible air leakage and even use an infrared camera to find trouble spots. Now, once the assessment is complete, the contractor is going to prepare a detailed work proposal outlining recommended improvements and can also show you how they may qualify for special financing or other incentives where they're available. Now, when the work is completed, your contractor is going to run another set of tests to measure the improvements in energy efficiency. Their work is also spot-checked by independent third parties. So you can now have confidence, I mean, really added confidence that your project will be done correctly. I mean, this is a great way to save some cash. Yeah, and I love the fact that they do pre and post testing because I can't tell you how many times, you know, we see you guys see the same advertisements that we do. Install new windows, you'll save 50% on your energy bill. Well, if you had no windows and now you have windows, maybe, but you know, you have all kinds of crazy claims out there. And the fact that there's a program we're doing a pre and post testing of energy efficiency is really the only way you know that it's done right. So I'm really glad to see that uh, this program has been put in place by the folks at Energy Star. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ron in Tennessee, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Yeah, I have a uh, a home with a crawl space, and I've had some uh, moisture under there. And, and the builder, when he built it, he ran the, the runoff from the roof down into the French drains. I diverted that, and it's helped a lot, but it's still moist. And I'm asking if uh, these encapsulated systems where they trench the perimeter of the inside of the crawl space and... and uh, seal off the systems with a dehumidifier and a sump pump, um, how they work, and if that's a solution to these kinds of problems. All right, so first of all, the roof drains were going where before you capped them off? <laughs> down, down in the French drain. Yeah, that's not too smart, huh? No, it wasn't. I diverted that, and, and it helped a lot. 
but but it's still moist under there. All right. So now that you've got the roof drains disconnected from the from the French drain, um, are those drains extending out away from the foundation perimeter? For sure. How far out did they go? Oh, twenty feet. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing. All right. So the second thing that you could do uh, easily is make sure that the soil that surrounds the foundation perimeter is sloped away. Most of the time that soil settles after the house is built and comes flat or even inverted. So you want to make sure you have a pitch where the soil is running away from the foundation, dropping about six inches over four feet. You can plant something on that grass or mulch or stone after, but make sure you have good solid drainage. Now let's talk about the vents in the crawl space. You need to have enough vents, so probably one or two on each wall. You need to make sure that the crawl space floor has a vapor barrier on it. What's the crawl space floor now? It's vapor barrier only. It's vapor barrier, so it's it's completely covered in plastic? Right. Okay. And then the other thing that you could do is you could add vent fans to, to the walls and have them wired onto a humidistat so that when the moisture builds up inside the crawl space because the humidity is high, the fans will come on and draw the drier air in from the outside. Yeah. So those are things that you could do now without spending a whole lot of money to try to dry that space out. Yeah. Now, the idea of encapsulating the crawl space is not a bad approach, and many homes are starting to be built that way today, but that literally means sealing everything off 110%. Right. So since you're kind of closer to being able to improve the grading, improve the drainage, uh, double-check that vapor barrier to make sure it's really solid and it's you know thick and covering every aspect of that crawl space floor. Make sure if it overlaps, it overlaps about 10 feet. Uh, make sure it's up against the the foundation walls, and then get good ventilation, cross ventilation in there using some vent fans wired to humidistats. You may find that that gives you the rest the rest of the moisture reduction that you that was left over after you rerouted those those drains. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome, Ron. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Vicky in Louisiana is on the line with a shower pressure issue, I would say. Tell us what's going on, Vicky. I have a shower, and when I turn the handle all the way to the left on the hot, the, the pressure is fine. As I turn it to the right to get to the cold, it's diminished. And when I get to the cold completely, it's probably about 25% of what the hot is. Is it only on this fixture, or does it happen in other showers or other sinks? No, it's just on that shower, just that okay. one shower. All right, and how old is the house, Vicki? 10 years old. Oh, so it's a fairly new house. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds to me like there's a problem with this, that shower diverter. Right, if it's just happening on that one fixture, that mm-hmm. rules out a problem, a bigger problem with the plumbing pipes. So for whatever reason, that diverter is not working properly. It could be clogged or obstructed in some way. Uh-huh. And it probably has to be, and it would have to be repaired or replaced. Okay, so is it something we can do at home, or is a plumber going to have to go inside that wall to do that, the shower wall? You can replace the the guts of it from the shower side without tearing it out. If you have to replace the whole thing, then you have to go into the wall. And if you have to go into the wall... Um, the way it's usually done is by accessing that shower wall from the back side, depending on how, how, your, how your house is built. If that, happens to be against, yeah, if that happens to be against a closet or a bedroom or something like that, generally that's a lot easier than having to go through tile or, or whatever the surface is of your, of your shower stall. Yeah, this is the acrylic, the, the one piece. Yeah, so if it had to be replaced, you'd, go, you'd do it from the back. 
but a plumber should be able to repair that. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you got a worn bathtub, replacing it is a very expensive project, but a complete replacement may not be the only way to spruce up that worn look. We've got three ideas to get that rental done for less. Yeah, first of all, let's talk about tub replacement. Now, most tubs are set in an alcove or a corner. They're overlapped by flooring and wall finishes to create that watertight seal. Plus, they have at least two plumbing connections. If you're ready for a full-scale bathroom remodel, replacing that tub makes a lot of sense, but it does require removing parts of that tile, the wall, the floor, all of it, which is one reason this becomes an expensive project. Now, tub liners and tub refinishing are two other options, and both can add years of life to an existing tub at a fraction of the cost of a full-scale replacement, and also, and I think this is the best part, in a fraction of the time. Yeah, because bath renos, man, when they tear that bath apart, sometimes it could be weeks before it's all put back together. Yeah, you better have a neighbor that's got a good bathroom. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, let's talk about tub liners. First of all, what are they? Well, they're basically made from the same material as sports equipment like football helmets, for example, or airplane windshields. It's kind of an ABS acrylic, and they're made to fit inside your existing tub. You know, when they, uh, when they develop these, this, this process of a tub liner, they actually have collections of old tubs, pretty much every old tub ever made. So the manufacturers can tell what tub you have and what shape you need by that. And they make them to fit inside that existing tub. Installation is really pretty quick. You know, the local rep is going to remove the drain and drop the new insert in and then put the whole thing back together and you'll be good to go inside of a day. Uh, the benefits is that you're getting it done quickly, but sometimes people are concerned that they lose a little bit of space in that tub. Not too much, though. I don't think you'd lose more than a, a half inch or, or probably an inch in diameter one way or the other because of the thickness of the walls. Now, next up, let's talk about bathtub reglazing. So reglazing or refinishing a worn-out bathtub is a more site-intensive process, and it really does have to be done by a pro, and it calls for a lot of chemicals that are hazardous enough to require a respirator and also a special protective suit for that technician to wear who's doing the work. There are a ton of steps involved in this reglazing process, but just to give you a sense, it involves washing your tub in hydrofluoric acid, which is a highly toxic agent that not only dissolves what's left of that porcelain glaze, but it then etches the surface so whatever new finish you're applying is going to adhere. But even though you're taking off all of the old porcelain, the new surface is going to be a heavy-duty epoxy, and it's still not going to be as durable as what originally came from the factory. Now, if you're just looking for a DIY solution that can make the tub look a little bit better, but maybe just for a short while, take a look at Rust-Oleum's tub and tile paint. It's a pretty easy product to install. It can buy you maybe, I'm going to say, two or three years before it will have to be done again. But I had a friend that uh, told me that she was looking to uh, redo redo her tub, her bathroom, uh, inside of a five-year period. I said, well, uh, she didn't have the budget now to do it immediately. I said, go ahead and get the tub and tile paint. You know, for you, you're not using the bathroom that much, that that tub that much. It may last you four or five years, but if it doesn't, you can just do it again. I mean, that product is probably under 50 bucks, and uh, you can do that project yourself. Again, nothing, that won't be near the durability of uh, the porcelain finish, but it'll look good and it'll look neat. And uh, I don't think anybody's going to notice it except for you every time you step in that, that tub that it's not the original finish. Well, that's today's smart spending tip presented by the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Well, one project that can really change the look of a kitchen is replacing the countertop 
But while replacing that top is pretty expensive, refinishing it is not. It can be easily accomplished with a kit made just for this project that we happen to be giving away today. That's right. The Spreadstone Countertop Finishing Kit from Dice Coatings, I mean, it really will deliver a beautiful and lasting performance of real stone. It's heat resistant, it's water resistant, and it comes in 11 colors. So your inner designer can definitely come out and rework in your kitchen. The kit's available online at Home Depot, Lowe's, and the Dice Coatings website at D-A-I-C-H-C-O-A-T-I-N-G-S dot com. And it's $125. Going out to one listener, drawn at random. So make that you. You've got to call us with a home improvement question. You can't just ask to be put into the drawing. you got to ask us your question because that's why we offer this cool stuff so that you guys will pick up the phone or post your question at moneybit.com. So that number again is one eight 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 money pit Nancy in Pennsylvania needs some help with a heating question. What can we do for you today? Well, I live in a all-electric house that was built in the 60s. And it has mm-hmm. electric baseboard heat, and those things are ugly. Is there anything that I can replace them with that's, like, more modern-looking? Because these have the old, like, grill work, and they get dust and dirt, and every time you turn the heat on, you have to burn the dust off. And it, it's just <laughs> and, and it's hard to put furniture around it because it takes up the whole length of the wall. Is, is there anything that they can be replaced with or anything that would or anything that would look more modern. So now you're looking for a way to get rid of the baseboard heating in total with like a different heating system, correct? Not changing the electricity source, but just changing the heat unit itself. No, yeah, just chase just getting rid of that baseboard and replacing it with something that looks better, that looks more modern than this old metal grill work well they make covers for them um you know if you if you look online there's one company called radiantwraps.com and their covers for baseboard heaters you know regardless of the fuel source electricity gas steam um and that can look like a variety of things. So you can get something that's a little more traditional, something that's more rustic, something that's more modern, that will cover up that basic slant fin model that you associate with the baseboard heater. Um, there's perforated models that are just, you know, cover over the fin look and make that that one look disappear. So it's up to you. I mean, if you're looking for something different, you know, then go for a radiant source that's wall mounted. But if you want to just cover up what you've got, you know, look online. One company to check out is Radiant Wraps. Okay. I just want something that looks nicer and more modern. Yeah, well, I think that will do it for you. Radiant Wraps. Take, take a look. Okay. I will. Thank you. If an appliance is on your holiday list, more likely than not, you're going to be asked if you'd like to buy an extended warranty for that product, and you're wondering if it makes any sense. Well, the Federal Trade Commission says millions of consumers pay for protection that they don't need, so to keep you from wasting money, you got to do your homework. That's right. So first, you want to compare coverage. You want to know what the basic warranty covers to see if the extended warranty truly provides you with enough additional coverage. Also, know your appliance. Check its repair reputation online to see how likely it is that's actually going to break down. Yeah, and you also want to check for hidden costs. Now, extended warranties often have deductibles, they have service fees, or even cancellation charges. And you've got to find out whether a technician is going to come to your home or you have to take it in to be serviced. And then find out how far away those repair locations are because they might not be close. 
Exactly. And finally, you will not only see these extended warranties offered on appliances, any toy store, sporting goods store, electronic store will try to tack these product protection plans, so-called, onto a sale right at the register. That's the worst place for you to make a decision. So because, as we've shown you, you really do need to do your homework first. Now we've got Andrew in North Carolina on the line who's dealing with shower drain issues. What's going on? When you take a shower... About a couple of minutes after the water has been running, it'll start to back up to some degree into the shower itself. And if you take a plunger and you use a plunger up and down, up and down, maybe four or five times, and you pull it up, all of a sudden as the water starts to go out slowly, you'll get a, a slurping noise. And then you're through taking the shower and it's running out. But you can go back in and 20 minutes later and the same thing happens again. Right. So you know what that slurping noise is? No, sir. It's your shower drain gasping for air. For some reason, that shower drain is not vented properly. So as the water drains out, you create sort of a suction, and that's what slows it down. And so I suspect with you using the plunger, you're freeing up that suction and loosening up the water so it has a chance to grab enough air and go down. Was this shower added after the home was built by any chance? been that way and plumbers say there's nothing wrong i said well there has to be something wrong yeah if you're getting a gurgling sound like that you're not getting enough air in it and so it sounds to me like you probably need to add an additional vent this is assuming that there's no clog there right because we use my wife has used liquid plumber i use the plunger the plunger the plungers and it goes out and but then when you stop it the same thing happens again right well i wouldn't i wouldn't use the chemicals what you could do is run a snake down that line and make sure it's clear. Right. Just to make sure there's no hair or any other kind of gunk that's trapped in there. But generally, when you have a a, a a drain like that that's gurgling, it's looking for additional air. And it usually means that the vent is not there or the vent is obstructed. And that's what really going to be the source of this, making sure we have enough air in there. If you had to add additional vents to it, you know, depending on how uh, easy or difficult it is to get to that line, it is possible. I appreciate your help, and thank you again. Jessica's been wondering what's going on with the plumbing and her walls. Listen to this. She's got a knocking sound, and it's not somebody knocking on the bathroom door. She says it actually happens after she's turning on the hot water in the bathtub. What's going on? That's kind of freaky. (laughs) (laughs) Who's there? There's two common causes of that kind of plumbing pipe noise. The first... Annoying children... Oh, no, that's not the first... Okay, sorry. I got confused. They don't really... Yeah, unless they're banging (laughs) on the pipes. Well, true. And they don't actually knock on the door either. (laughs) I don't know. My kids did. (laughs) When they wanted to get in any room we were in, they would always bang on the door. Um, The first expansion, because when you turn on the water, um, the pipe will expand, right? The copper will expand. And if it's installed in such a way that it's really tight to the wood framing, it sort of uh, stretches across that framing and moves, and it makes kind of like a cricking or a knocking sound. And that's why it's only going to happen when the hot water is running, because it happens kind of as the pipe expands and also as it cools. Uh, The second reason it happens is called water hammer. And water hammer happens when the water is running through the pipes, and then you turn the valve off, but the water keeps going, and the force of that water has sort of like an impact on the pipe. It shakes it, and that's what they call water hammer. Now, the solution for the first problem is just to tighten up the pipes a little bit more. If you can get to them, especially if they're like, let's say the bathroom's on the first floor and the basement's unfinished, if you see that plumbing, 
you can add additional clamps. And the same thing with the water hammer. You're usually going to find that you have a long supply line somewhere like across the basement floor, crawl space floor that wasn't properly secured. And if you tighten that up, then basically there's nowhere for the pipes, no way for this pipe to move, no shake to happen, and hence no noise to make. So securing those pipes is the reason. And if that water hammer is really, really bad, there's also an additional part called a water hammer arrestor. Think of it as sort of a shock absorber for your plumbing system. And it basically is designed to sort of take that force and slow it down so it doesn't bang the pipes around. All right. And then that will hopefully allow Jessica to have a nice relaxing soak in the tub. Now, Kent writes in saying, I have a couple of plastic electrical boxes where the screw holes for the outlet are broken. They're on the backsplash of the kitchen counter, and I don't want to have to retile that backsplash. Any idea on how I can secure the outlets? This is a real jam that Kent has himself uh, in here because the the boxes are, it sounds like the tiles around the boxes. Um, and the boxes are cracked. The screw holes are cracked. And so he has no way to secure the outlet to the box itself. So I think this calls for a creative solution, Leslie. Here's what I'm thinking. I think if you were to mix up some epoxy, some two-part epoxy, like a paste epoxy, we have part A, part B. And if you did that and were to add a sort of a blob of that epoxy where those screw holes used to be, Imagine yourself building up another piece of that electrical box, let it dry, and then do a pilot hole into that epoxy. It'll drill just like plastic, and then use that as the place you drive uh, a wood a wood threaded screw in to hold the outlet in place. I'm sure that will work. It's just going to require a couple of steps. All right, Kent, I hope that helps you out, and you get those nice-looking outlets happening again. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Thank you so much for taking a little time with us on today's program. If you have a question you didn't, weren't able to get through and we weren't able to answer it, you can post that question to moneypit.com. Or if you're working around the house this weekend and think, gosh, I'd love to know how to do X or Y or whatever it is. How do I fix this squeak? How do I make my rooms look bigger? Whatever question comes to mind, you can also reach us 24-7 at one eight 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 money pit If we're not in the studio, we promise we'll call you back the next time we are. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a body pit.